Hey, hey everyone, and welcome back to the Single Mother's Guide to the Galaxy. Hope you're all well and you're enjoying whatever it is you're doing and wherever it is that you are. Now, speaking of wherever it is that you are, before I won't do the full roll call, but can I just say, um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned Singapore and Canada before, and if I haven't, I'd like to say welcome to you guys over there. I've noticed in the analytics that um, we've picked up quite a few listeners. So let's get started. Okay, so first of all, I don't know why I said I would do Aristotle. Um, perhaps I was in a, in, a, in a place, I don't know whether it was dark or light, or maybe it was one of these things where I was feeling, I don't know, mighty intuitive. Who know? Who knows? But we are going to do the philosophy of drama. Um, but before I start that, can I just say if you'd like to get in contact with me to ask any questions, because yes, I do get questions, you can um, do that through my website, which is singlemothersguidetothegalaxy.com, or you could always um, contact me through Instagram, where I am at Miss Mel W, or you can do it here. I'll leave that to you. Okay, let's start. Drum roll. Okay, so philosophy of drama. A little bit about my mate Ari. <laughs> God, I can't believe I said that. Um, so Aristotle was born in 384 BC, but, um, you know, and that's like, oh God, that's like way, 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 many, 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 many years ago. Um, however, his thoughts on drama have been at the heart of writing curricula pretty much since that time. In Poetics, he wrote that drama specifically tragedy. Maybe that's why I chose this. <laughs> My life is tragic. Um, um, and that it has six, it has to include six elements, right? So the first one is plot, second, character, third, thought, fourth, diction, fifth, music, sixth, spectacle. Oh God, my life is a what could I say? A tragic drama. Is that what I'm getting at? Who knows? And actually, my life's pretty good, to be honest, guys. I'm, I'm really happy where I am at the moment. But um, okay, anyway, enough of that. So what we're going to do is we're going to come back and we're going to tackle through this, um, whether we, or maybe we'll glide through, who knows? But stay tuned, guys, and let's cover plot and character next up. Thank you. Hey, hey, and welcome back, people. Okay, let's get into this. So, Aristotle, plot. He believes the plot, then, is the first principle and, as it were, it's the soul of the tragedy. So, of any tragedy. So, let me think of the plot. So, for this one, let's say, for instance, plot is my life. Yes, that is, not that it's a tragedy, but just go with me on this one. So, basically, it's like I, I have this thing where I'm trying to balance, you know, everything. Like, I'm a woman, I'm single, um, you know, I'm a mother, I'm a career woman, I you know, have this podcast, I have a website, um, you know, and I'm trying to finish my second book, which is almost there, guys. And I just came up with a title today. Thank God when I was meditating, it came to me. And, um, but, you know, so there's all of that sort of stuff. And plus, you know, I'd, I really would like to have an art exhibition uh, lined up maybe early next year. So, you know, when you're trying to balance all of that and then on top of it, you're trying to date. Um, yeah, it's really hard. And especially with COVID, you know, with the social distancing, I always think if I turn up to a date, do you, do, 
I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think you're meant to kiss hello. I don't think you're meant to do all these things. You know. So maybe I'll just stick to Zoom dates. They seem to be the safest option. But yeah. So plot. I would say plot is what I call just trying to balance everything. You know. It, it kind of there's so many different things like okay let's say with dating apps for instance i say there are two things that come out of dating apps hysteria or listeria this is so bad okay so the hysteria is you know the craziness that you look at these photos and you're like oh my god you know like they have these pictures and it's like it's honestly it's like they've got these six packs are just like the norm like people just walk around with six packs and no shirt everywhere you know um whether it's on yachts or whether it's on top of a cliff somewhere you know sometimes they're like feeding animals like you know hugging a bear or a lion or something or you know they've got a plate full of a million calories um you know with a fork to their you know beautifully chiseled face which i don't believe you can have if you eat all of that and if you do and you can i hate you (laughs) fyi and i'm not going to talk to you um but you know i think but then you kind of look at it and you go listeria okay this and look i'm not being mean to be honest like because let's face it am i seriously on dating apps looking for love or maybe i'm just creating a life distraction with you know with all the shiny little window props I'm looking at. So listeria, now this is as in the infection where you become ill after eating contaminated food. So I wonder, like, have I become, you know, app sick? Yeah, like from the apps, have I become sick from the apps from consuming all this calorie influx of dating app content, you know, from lines with extra cheese to their super sweet, um, you know, I don't know, smiles or, you know, some guys are really ridiculous. They'll be like, oh, you know, can I come over and give you a massage? It's like, dude, I haven't even met you yet. And it's COVID, you dick. Um, oops, <laughs> so mean, but it's true. Um, you know, and then you kind of, you just, look at it and you just go you know what I'm gonna do, I'll keep doing what I do that's going to be my plot the plot is my life so based on what I've said um could this plot of my life be creating Aristotle's complex plot and when I said complex it's like complex in terms of my choices yet in simple terms of my taste in men they seem to be younger intelligent successful cultured super fit um and of course wrinkle free you know maybe 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 i need to change the plot a little bit hey um okay so let's look at character aristotle says character is that which reveals moral purpose showing what kind of things a man chooses or avoids now guys when when he says man obviously we're talking people i'm talking people here um not you know being gender specific so moral purpose wow how do i apply this one um yeah do i actually have morals i'm sure i have morals i'm sure if i looked deep enough and close enough i do have some morals please um okay so let's break it down um what what do you do you know if i think about it what do i do what's my value um and how do i apply it to the greater good of the world um okay so why do I have this podcast, for instance? At first, I was developing workshops for women, um, well, more single mothers, on how to save time in the kitchen, save, you know, face in public with tantrum throwing kids in tow, save time on dressing for the office, 
giving some great lunch, easy um, and, you know, budget savvy lunchbox ideas for the kids because, you know, you're going to pack them every day of the week, oh, except for Saturday and Saturday, of course. Um, but also surviving, essentially, you know, with one salary and navigating dating apps and men's profiles. So like what red flags you need to look out for. Trust me, <laughs> I know that. Um, so, you know, what value does it add? I don't actually know, but, you know, sometimes I kind of figured it's a safe space for women to come and chat, you know, whether it's their fears, I wanted it to be a non-judgy era, you know, um, a, a totally non-judgy concept. Um, cause women, we are pretty hard on each other, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I kind of thought it would be hilarious and funny and you, you know, like, and sometimes, you know, they might find my info helpful. Um, so, you know, if I look at it, my moral purpose, um, that's how this podcast actually ended up was, you know, once we sort of got into the COVID mindset and COVID, and COVID was just about to approach, um, I, I think I kind of, I don't know, I just had this gut feeling. I thought, you know what, do podcast. Um, this workshop stuff's proving to be a little bit harder than I expected. But if I looked at my moral purpose, to be honest, it is to live a life that doesn't harm others or bring them down. You know, I just think, just be a nice person. Um, you know, I hope I'm respectful to others and that I actually um, go beyond, you know, if I see someone in, that needs help, that I actually will put my hand up and say, hey, let me give you a hand. Um, so in my, you know, beautiful show of life, um, I guess I want to show character of strength and resilience and, you know, one that moves, you know, because like, I kind of think of it like water. Did you know that in terms of universal energy, that water will always flow by taking the path of least resistance? And I kind of want that, you know, if I could say my character as a person, um, you know, as a person, I'd like to take the path of least resistance. Um, you know, I'd like to take the path that you know, enriches and helps other people grow. I guess that's my story. Okay, so come back, guys, and we're going to look at thought and diction. Yay! Thank you for hanging in there. Hello, and welcome back to thought and diction three and four let's go okay so aristotle says thought is the faculty of saying what is possible and pertinent in given circumstances so let me think thought being the third element um i guess it's talking about a character's reasoning like what's their reasoning process you know um what's their motivation you know and the choices that result from you know their motives um so what is my thought my thought is i think i'm pretty strongly motivated to act you know i'm fairly self-driven um my motive is okay so what motivates me to, with to actually get stuff done and do what I do you know I just want the best life that's all I want I want the I want to live the best possible life that I can for me and my kids um you know I I always say this that you know life is a gift and when people come in and out of your life you know it's like they come at the right time for whatever reason it is that they came um so yeah so I I do think you know I I want my kids to understand also and this is you know part of it is that women can do anything as well you know I don't want them to see that they have a mum you know that's not driven to succeed I'm, I'm hoping that you know, my motivation, my drive will impart on them that when, as they're growing up, they will be motivated to achieve what it is that they want to achieve. And, you know, I guess not let, not let things go by. Um, 
you know so if I look at this um you know but I I really want them to understand that women and men are created equal you know the main differences between me and a guy it's really physical well actually some men do have boobs and I have been told that I've got a big set of balls apparently <laughs> um, <laughs> you know um but yeah I, I I just put myself out there and I really do have a go and I want them to be the same I don't want them to be scared you know I think I think when you do something that's what I'm motivated you know I like to do it because I like to learn um so I guess the only thing really that separates people, whether they be male and female, I think it's state of mind. I think you can either be living in a prison or you can be living in paradise in your head. You know, it just depends on how you want to see things. Um, in terms of moral of my thoughts, you know, life will go on. It does. You know, trust me, if, if you've gone through a really shitty time, the energy will pass through whether you grow from them grow from it or not or you know um I think I just started making me time to meditate and that's been a huge impact in my life where I've just lost so much emotional weight you know I'm learning to let things go I'm le I'm actually seeing some people you know I look at them and their energy is just awful and as soon as they open their mouth it's whinge 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 it's like wow you can actually look at the world a different way you know um but I've also learned to forgive those who will never ever apologize to me you know they've done shitty things to me but they'll never apologize and you know and it and I've just learned to accept that, you know, yeah, let it go. I forgive you. I will accept your apology that you've never given me. Um, and yeah, and I think I think when you learn to do that, um, you just, I don't know, I, I think I've just started to look at life a little differently. But also, if I can say, is that there's something pure and beautiful about being in this state. You know, I was asked once, you know, what's my brand when I was being interviewed on um, TV? They're like, you know, what's your brand? And, you know, I decided my brand is about living, you know, plus I'm learning and exploring about universal laws and signs and how I can grow a beautiful life for me and my son. So if I had a mantra, it would be back yourself, forgive yourself, dream big and keep moving. Right. Ooh, that felt a bit deep. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, let's go to diction. So Aristotle says, diction, by which I mean, has been already said. The expression of meaning of the meaning in words and its essence in the same, both in verse and prose. Right. Let me think about this. All right. If I look at this, I think I would say it's all about it's all about the script, guys. You know, um, it's very similar to what I said before. You know, what's your life script? You know, think of it as in the art of speaking, you know, so that each word is clearly heard, it's understood to, you know, its fullest um, complexity and extremity. But also around punctuation and tone, you know, so I think the two um, come together, you know, it's, it's like diction can be determined by choice of words, which often separate, you know, a good conversation to a bad one. You know, it's about your dialogue. It's about your tone as well. So if diction is the medium of language. I think words and um, tone are huge, um, you know, and every time you, I think every time you open your mouth and I try to do this, but it doesn't always work because I do suffer from constant foot and mouth, um, you know, do try to consider how your words will affect others, you know, um, you know, how your tone actually tells the story or even better, every time you have a thought, consider the language you use with, um, 
with self-talk. You know, we all do a lot of self-talk and, you know, I've, I'm starting to learn if, if there's something that I'm, you know, thinking about something in my head, I'm really trying to change the dialogue. So it's got a bit more of a positive reflection on, you know, on how I feel about myself. Maybe it's called self-love. I don't know. But I do know that meditation has taught me to stop talking both inside and outside of my head you know somehow it's just silence is so peaceful and just stopping you know and when I get any moment of self-talk it's always considering good stuff like you know am I capable of you know doing something new yes I am capable I'll give it a go um you know and I tend to learn something from everything I think if it's positive I give the universe a high five and I'm like yay thank you if it's not so positive I'm like oh shit (laughs) damn um but yeah if it's not so positive the way I look at it is just take it on board look at it for what it is see if you can learn anything from it and move it on so if i have a mantra with this area i would say whatever happens will happen as it's supposed to happen and look i apply that to my life um you know i'm not saying that everyone else should but that's what works for me so come back guys and we've got the final installment which is music and spectacle we're getting there hang in there little buddies bye Hi there, guys. Look, we're on the home stretch. Okay, number five, which is music and spectacle. All right, let's go. All right, so music. Aristotle says song holds the chief place among the embellishments. You know what? He's right. Music, song is an embellishment of diction. I really believe this. I think songs, music, has the power to make us do so many different things like for instance it has the ability to make us cry you know let's i'll give you an example if you've had a shitty breakup you know and you're driving in the car then a song comes on that reminds you of your ex so it's a really sad song there you go waterworks from both your nose and your eyes just appear magically and then occasionally you might have to use your sleeve to wipe your nose because you have no tissues in the car because the kids used it all. Um, yeah, no, that's not my life. I just made that up. <laughs> of course I did. But you know what song would come to mind for me? This is Love is a Battlefield. I'm telling you, Pat Benatar was really onto something here. Like if you think of the words, we are young, heartache to heartache, no promises, no demands, you know, you're begging me to go, you're begging me to stay, blah, 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 and the heart wrench goes on. Okay, it also has the ability to do the opposite, to make us laugh. You know, you're listening to a song and it starts making you smile and for sometimes, you know, because it brings back a beautiful memory, well, sometimes um, it's because you've just imagined something funny happening. But then sometimes it's actually for no reason at all. You just smile. You just sit there and you're like smiling. Yeah, bit, not, not like a zombie, but, you know, you do look a bit, mm, I don't know, <laughs> a bit vacant. But, you know, what song would I have for this? Okay, guys, I'm going to let you on this little secret. First of all, the song is by, get ready for it, Dr. Hook. Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. And the song is Walk Right In. I'm telling you, it's like, it makes me laugh. It's like the daggiest song. But I think it also, because it makes me do, oh, geez, I'm going to die. Um, it makes me do this dance move. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like the middle-aged parent 
you know, driving a bus, dance movie, all of a sudden, I don't know, involuntarily, my, my hands go out wide, like it's like steering a bus, you know, like around the steering wheel of a bus. And, oh, it's just such a ghastly move. It's daggy, but I don't know, I, I do it. Um, the other thing is excited. I think a song has the ability, um, music has the ability to just make us want to jump in the air and, you know, dance, you know, laugh, um, but, you know, be excited. Like you can feel your heart going a little faster, you know, and you're waving your booty around in the air like you just don't care. Well, I tend to get this vibe from this song, which is Let's Go Crazy by Prince, where I am literally almost doing aerobics, you know, um, it sort of pumps me up. I can, like, literally, I can feel the endorphins bouncing around inside my body having some sort of, you know, molecular party. Um, I love it. But also inspiration. It's really funny because, um, you know, I think music can also inspire us, you know, and, and sometimes it just comes from the least expected song. Um, you know, when I listen, when I listen to this song coming up, it kind of reminds me to keep going. You don't, don't give oxygen to the haters that you're trying to, you know, gaslight your jam. You know, guys, I think that's the, that's the important thing. I think this is, the song has the ability to do this where you get inspired to go, you know what? I'm better than that. I'm going to keep, I'll keep going. And that song for me is where You Is by Fatboy Slim. You know, I love that song and you should listen to it. It's really good. It really gets me in this mood. Like, I don't know, do you remember that movie, uh, what is it, Jerry Maguire, where you've got, you know, Cuba Gooding Jr. dancing to the phone saying, show me the money, show me the money. I literally feel like gyrating and dancing like that. You know, um, the only thing that I don't do is I don't do the Tom Cruise side where I'm like, show me the money. Um, you know, oh God, who do I sound like then? Was that like cross between like the Godfather and Oprah or something? <laughs> I need to work on that one. All right, look, I'm going to cut myself on music because I could go on forever. So let's look at spectacle. So Aristotle says, the spectacle has indeed an emotional attraction of its own, you know, but of all the parts, it's the least artistic. Okay, so I think my life's a little bit of a spectacle. Maybe I'm a bit of a spectacle, you know. I wouldn't say I'm overly artistic, but my mind is creative, right? So we can't write that off. Um, you know, but I do think of my mind and stage as, you know, it's known as Mel Spectacular. <laughs> you know, it's theatrical. You know, me telling my dramatic tales. Um, you know, the other thing is it also includes scenes of physical torture, which is me trying to start exercising again to drop my... To actually, you know what, I'd be happy getting my COVID wave back to even the COVID curve and then eventually just wiping everything out. Um, the other thing is I think, you know, it's my life. What is it? It's a passionate... Exp I have passionate expressions. Sometimes if we're talking about tragedy, you could say with grief, sorrow and weeping. Yep, that would be everyone listening to me as the bills come in. Literally. Actually, I'm not really weeping. I'm probably more muttering crap under my breath. Um, you know, and also the other thing is I, I think it does, you know, there's like colourful garments. Um, you know, actually this one. Okay, let me put this up. Pre-COVID, I would say I was a pretty sharp dresser in the office, you know, I had my clothes and, you know, hugged in all the right places. Um, now, if it stretches and flows, it's pretty much on. Um, but mark my words, people, this is only temporary as I intend on sparking up my hotness and smokiness. You know, I'll have so much smoke, it'll be like a Bunnings car park when they have the weekend sausage sizzle, you know, and you just can't breathe because it's just so smoky. That will be me soon. So you watch. Now, the other thing that they say, spectacle, is dance. Yes, I do have dance in my life. 
Although, you know, they're moves that probably only my bedroom and bathroom mirror should see. You know, as I said, remember the bus move, guys. <laughs> um, but you know what? I'm going to tell you something. On my last note, write your own life story, you know, and narrate it with purpose and conviction. I think you're in charge of your own life. You can write your own script. And when you do, be outrageously ambitious and unforgivingly confident and just dream big, you know, just be yourself, love one another. That's how easy it is. It does sound a little too easy, doesn't it? All right, guys, I'm going to let you go. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your life. Um, to be in part of my life. So um, I'll think of something that we can do next week. Thanks, guys. Take care. And I hope you all have a wonderful week.